While many kids are making their holiday wish lists, the patients at Nationwide Children's Hospital are simply wishing they could be home. But you have the power to make their stay a little brighter. The moment you make a donation, the butterflies on the lawn at Nationwide Children's light up for our patients to see. And that gift brings joy, funds research, and the world's finest care. Please, light up the lawn, light up a life. Give now at nationwidechildrens.org slash give. What's up, everybody? It's Nicoya Blue back in here with another episode. And our special guest today is Joanne Fawcett. And she is in Oregon. And she's out here with us today to talk to us about her story. Tell her, tell us her story. So how are you doing today, Joanne? I'm doing well. How are you? Great, great, great. So let's get into the it, It's first... a sunny morning here. It's good. It's not raining. Yes. Yes, and I've never been to Oregon, but I would I would like to go one day. <laughs> it's it's lovely. I believe it. So what inspired you to pursue degrees in both film production and accounting? Well, let's see. I've I've been a bookkeeper for over 40 years. So I did that first. And then um the last guy I was married to, he was a filmmaker when he was in high school and college. And, you know, after we got together, he said, oh, you know, you might want to take, maybe you want to take some film classes. So I, I went to the local community college and enrolled in their film production program and ended up getting a associate degree in that. And then shortly after that, I finally finished up my associate in accounting degree. So I didn't do much with the film, except I still appreciate the film. And I was going to do some, you know, films and things for my uh, nonprofit. Um, so, but it, it was fun. It was totally different from my normal realm of things I do. And, and I had fun doing it. I made some good friends. So, you know, it's always good to go beyond your normal routine. Yes, it is. It, it's good to explore different things. Everything doesn't have to be linear. You know, some people no. say focus on one thing. I don't believe in that. I enjoy being multidimensional. Yes. <laughs> That's great. It, it, it makes life spicy, you know, and intriguing. If the person can handle it. You can you can handle it. <laughs> so um, it, you were married seven times. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so how did that happen? And what did you learn from that experience? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'll tell you, I grew up in the 50s and 60s and it's like, you know, happy family, white picket fence is is what you grow up thinking. Life is just, that's what it's like. And then when I was 12, I joined the Mormon church. So it's very family oriented, you know, get married, have a happy family, have babies, the whole, the whole nine yards. It's like, okay, well, that, you know, I want that. So that sounds good. And so um, I got married for the first time and he turned out to be a jerk and we lasted about a year. And so what I've learned is that just because, well, one of the things I've learned is, and this is the same reason I got married many times. I married like five different Mormons and two non-Mormons. And um, especially for the Mormons, it's like, well, okay, if we go to the same church, we must naturally be wanting to have our life be the, you know, go down the merry path that you see all the other good Mormons doing. And, you know, of course we'll want to have lots of kids and raise them in the church and do this and that and serve, serve, you know, people and God and all that stuff. And um, 
not everybody's not everybody's like that. Sometimes they look better at church. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry. Sometimes they oh. look better at church than they are at home. Oh yeah. And oh, sometimes yeah. they look great at church and they're hitting you at home. Um, mm. And and sometimes you know when you're in your twenties and even maybe early thirties, hormones are raging. And you're not supposed to have sex before marriage when you're a Mormon and you're not supposed to live together. So just a lot of things didn't happen that I would certainly do differently now. Wow. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then after husband number two, he actually was not a member and he, he'll, he committed suicide, but then I had oh. a daughter and, um, you know, I just assumed she needed a father. <laughs> Yeah. And again, it's like, oh, I've got to find her, a, you know, a good father. I've got to, you know, get married and have this happy little family. And little did I know that we would have been better off without me trying to keep finding a father for her because I kept picking the wrong stepfathers for her and, you know, that mm. were abusive and mean and not, you know, just more jerks. And it's like she said, you know, mom, I had a better role model with my uncle than I ever had with any of the stepfathers. It's like, mm. yeah, I'm so sorry. Um so, you know, it, it the main one of the main lessons I learned is taking care of yourself, knowing what you need and and remember to stand up for yourself and really and not in a selfish way, but know who you are and know what you want because now mm. I have a very specific bucket list of what I want in in another partner. Uh, I don't ever need to get married again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, seven is plenty. And yeah. um Seven is plenty. And the, the last guy was not a member of the church. And he's actually in prison and he's been there for a very long time. He oh, was there. Man. Yeah. He was there when I met him. He was there the whole time I was with him. And he's still there and he'll probably be there the rest of his life. And um, but we mm. met through like we met through one of my friends because her husband was at the same prison at the at the particular time mm. we met and she came home and said oh i met this really nice guy he's you know visiting his mom he's really smart and i said oh smart would be a nice kind of boyfriend and um so we we just got along really well and he was charming and educated and had lots of mm. great stories from growing up in this military family and traveling and la 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 and turns out he was a narcissist so oh. but that relationship lasted 25 years and it was probably oh. 24 years too long, but I didn't know it was bad until like the last three or four years. It's like, huh. mm. I, you know, I was just going along working because my daughter was, yeah. you know, long gone grown by then. And it's like, she didn't need a father. Um, but it was like, I just, I didn't need to go to the church anymore. It's like, I gave that up. Not, not because he told me to or anything like that, but it's like mm. my whole life revolved around going to, no, not going to church, but like seeing him, you know, mm. like three or four times a week until it was only two times a week working. And eventually I moved into his family's house. So then I took care of his mom and I'm taking care of this giant house and, and all these things. So my life revolved around him. And as long as mm. I was doing that agenda and working on his projects and, oh yeah, it was still a good idea that I was working and paying for everything. <laughs> but it's no, like, no. Oh, I, I didn't realize that I didn't know what narcissism was back then. So um, yeah. I, just, I just went along with the flow. And as long as you didn't poke the bear, it yeah. was fine. And, mm -hmm. you know, then I'm in my 60s. I'm going, hmm, I'm paying all this money. Hardly any's going. I didn't start saving for retirement till I was 60. 
It's like, oh. well, that's too late. So there's another lesson learned. Start like when you're 20. Um, yeah. But put, you know, forget one Starbucks a week and put your money into the a savings account for retirement. Um, yeah, that's I true. Just, but I didn't know till my 60s. It's like I didn't know. I started realizing, oh, we should have a plan for retirement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. We should have a plan for this giant house that I'm paying for. You know, how Oof. are we going to how are we going to not have me pay for it? And then have me drop dead at 90, still doing somebody's books, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like I started standing up for myself and saying, hey, what about this? What about this? And, you know, saying, well, here's some things I'd like to hear from you as my partner. And I would just mm. get this, you know, rolling eyes or a lot eyes glazed over. And it's like, huh. oh, see, he's not even open to trying not, to respect not, what you want. No, no, totally not. It, it had to be his way or the highway. And oh. yeah, it was, yeah. And it, but it was like for the first 20 years or so, I hardly ever saw a mean side because I was going along with his flow. So there were only yep. a couple times where I really disagreed with him openly. And we were sitting in the prison visiting room. So he didn't want me to get up and leave to go cry. I had to just sit mm. there and listen to his lecture. And, you know, there, and that was like, oh, this is awful. This feels terrible. Mm -hmm. And again, then the last three or four years, you know, I said, well, we've got to start having a plan. And then I was using, well, like what other needs are not getting met? Oh yeah. That and that and that. Mm -hmm. And he, um, he, he never seemed to care about being very affectionate. And, oh. you know, as we got, you know, almost to the end because he was you know my weight goes up and down and he mm. didn't like it and he never said i had to be a size two i'm never a size two ever mm. um but he didn't like it when i was overweight you know so he tried wow. you know bugging me about it he tried to say well i'm really worried about your health and because because here's a guy who can you know oh i'm a little mm. overweight and he can lose weight in a minute you know and he was always yeah, thin the whole can. time i knew him anyway and yeah it just drives me nuts but, um, you know, at the end, it's like, well, you know, why, why didn't you want to be more affectionate? You know, you hardly even wanted to make out. It's like, you should have tried to be prettier. Oh, no. Not, oh, that's so you, toxic. You, you, you did not just tell your wife that, right? Yeah, that's not right. And he did. Yeah, no. Damn. And I, I wrote a book. And it mostly was during, I, I started before COVID and finished it during COVID and and mm. it's like, well, you know, you weren't very supportive of my book. Well, you know, you you started, well, a couple of things. You started your business in my house because I went back to self-employment, you know, while I was living mm. in his house. Because I used to be an employee yeah. that, you know, I would go back and forth. And it's like, well, you you turned your back on my needs. I go, well, my, my income was paying the bills. <laughs> yeah. Like, what what part about? of that do you not get? <laughs> and <laughs> and it's like, well, you you paid for your to publish your book. So number one, there you're paying for your book instead of putting money into the house and you were not spending time on my creative projects. It's like, you know. Oh man, selfish dude. <laughs> Just wanted wanted all the attention on him. Oh my yeah. God. I, I can't so, <laughs> you know, we, we negotiated our relationship for like three years because when COVID hit, I left California and his house and I, I thought I was leaving it in the hands of a caretaker, but that blew up in our face. But anyway, that's oh, another man. story. But oh, um, I, I moved to Oregon to be near my daughter and be near 
people during COVID. You know, we had a little quarantine yeah. bubble going, mm -hmm. and because um, I there was no visiting at the prison for a year. So, you know, we oh. were trying, he, you know, he assumed that I was leaving him just because I moved. It's like, no, 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 you should have asked me. He blew up instead of asking me first. It's like, so you know, mm. a lot of, a lot of things happened and we tried to, to get it back on track. And it's just the, the more I tried to say what I needed, you know, and he just wasn't going to go there. Uh, it's like, yeah, this isn't going to work. This really oh isn't going to work. <laughs> what did he go to prison for? Um, he was charged and convicted of first degree murder. So they said he masterminded a murder that happened in the San Francisco Bay Area in 1982, which he mm. did not. But the kids that did it said he, you know, came up with the whole idea and helped them dump the body. So mm. um, but I, I totally believe he did not do that. And I've read all the transcripts and, and all that. And it's all very circumstantial. So there's actually no proof that he was actually on site when the murder happened, mm. but that, wow. that is, that aside, he has a life without parole sentence. So, you know, Oof. just being married to somebody in prison is, is hard, but yeah. um, add to it when they're selfish. <laughs> really oh selfish. My God. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what, what tips can you give someone that is going through this, you know, in an abusive relationship, don't know what to do, don't know how to get out. I would say, you know, a couple of things, because I've been through financial abuse, physical abuse, emotional and, you know, narcissism. But, you know, if you're being hit and beat on, get the heck out of there. That Call the police. I never called the police. And I should have, especially when he hit my toddler oh, or, you know, no. a different guy. That was a different husband. But, um, you know, protect yourself and your kids. Just there's no way about it. You know, it's like their community will help you. You know, or yeah. if you're in a church, the church will. It's like I didn't even hardly go to my church. I mean, I I didn't seek help from them, and I should have. I should have tattled on that mm. Mormon that was hitting us. But I yeah, didn't. yeah, you should have. You, you know, and and again, take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. When you're really happy with yourself and know what you want and what know what you need, there's there's nothing unselfish. There's nothing selfish about saying that and standing up for what you need. And when you're taking really good care of yourself, then you're going to even show up better for the people in your life. Yeah. You know, yeah. By my taking these steps to untangle from that last marriage and move here closer to my daughter, um, we've done a lot of healing on our relationship. And that's, mm. you know, it's like I should have worked on that years ago, but I didn't live near enough her to really talk in depth because it was just phone calls and and quick visits to her and the grandkids. And, you know, by then you're just playing with everybody and you're running around doing fun things. So um, mm. so it's it's afforded me the opportunity to heal with her, which has been very oh, nice. That's, that's really good. And I can show a better example to her and my granddaughter's you know, to how to show up for yourself and how to take care of yourself. And, you know, I just like, a, I'm working, well, I have worked with a therapist. I mean, I've been working in <clears throat> therapy for now for years. So that's another really good thing. But, you know, self-care, you know, I, and if you can't afford a massage, at least go for a walk or something. I walk every day almost. Oh yeah. And, and, and that is so precious. And I, fortunately live in a great neighborhood. So I, I don't have to go very mm. far and I could be in a park or just there's trees everywhere here. Um, so, you know, you could do a lot of little things to, to take care of yourself. Um, I, yeah. I, I journal, I have a gratitude practice. Oh yeah. That's important. I have my cats. <laughs> oh <laughs> my yeah. The cats. My cats love me. 
<laughs> yeah, I love my dogs. <laughs> oh, good, good. Well, I, I grew up with all, all animals, but you know, I, I don't have time to walk the dog and clean up after them. I have to clean up after the cats. But anyway, it's like I love my cats. And yeah, it's it's just I was gonna say I was in the therapy. Oh, well, so one of my mentors, you know, we're working on some self-improvement stuff, and it's like I now have a written bucket list of what I want in my next partner or my, my last partner or, you know, mm -hmm. and it's getting longer. Well, I don't know if it's getting longer, but I keep thinking, oh yeah, that's a good thing. And that's a good thing because, but, and you have to be willing to be that kind of person too. You know, you're going to attract, you know, be the kind of person you want to attract. Yes. So, yes, and I've always, always known that. that. I just haven't done that. <laughs> mm, so, yeah. Um, so I, I, I really, I've done a lot of self-improvement inner work and, to really work out the kinks. And, you know, I just finished writing the, the first draft of my second book, all about the narcissist. And it's like, Oh, okay. Oh, oh, this feels good. This is, and that that's a very healing process. So even if you don't want to publish a book, maybe you want to just write out what you're going through and write out your feelings. And, you know, because part of it, I'm supposed to to say how I felt when that guy hit me or when I, how, you know, when, when he was talking really mean and, you know, it's like, mm, so I'm, yeah. I'm reprocessing that on paper and for me, and writing doesn't work for everybody, but for me, it's really turned into a really good healing tool. And now I'm thinking of all these books I need to write about. Other I know things. it's, it's, it's very <laughs> it's relaxing. Like, I'm telling you, I love writing as well. And yeah, your I, book, yeah. your first book, Midlife Magic, what is what is that about? Is it like your your change? You got a new leaf on life when you I did. Well, in my 40s, when I met number seven, um, I basically well, it, half of it, the first half is about the first six. Well, there's my childhood and then, you know, why I got married in the first place and then why I kept getting married. But each each husband has a chapter and, you know, mm -hmm. why we got married, how we met, what went wrong, that kind of thing. And then there's three chapters about the last husband's like how we met, what it's like to be a prison wife, and then how he Ooh. got me interested in UFOs and aliens and fairies and, and witchcraft. And I was already, I already had a gift for ghosts, but I hadn't remembered that. So I tapped back into that. And so that's Ooh. pretty cool because my life pretty much, you know, took a, a big turn. You know, I left the church and not through any trauma or anything. I just left it because I didn't need it anymore. And all of a sudden I'm looking at the world with a whole different set of eyes. And it's, it was so it's like, Oh, look at all these amazing things I, I get to learn about and I'm still learning about them. And, and I love sharing that. So it's just, it's all part of my life now. And then now in my sixties, because I've left him things, my, my life is just, I'm on fire at the moment. <laughs> But it's like, I know it's like all of a sudden I'm letting the real me out and I yeah. didn't really know what that was. Or I always had her, you know, suppressed or hidden inside. And I'm really letting that her come out. And it's so exciting. Yeah. And I so can exciting. see the glow in you. Thank you. Like, oh, thank I can you. See the glow. I, it's like, it's amazing. You know, I know I screwed up a lot, but okay. All of I'm, us, all I'm of us human. have it. I just, you know, my screwing up was, you know, I did a lot of marriages. It's like I didn't do drugs. I didn't drink. But you know, I didn't wisdom. do a lot of other things. Yeah. And, you know, you I've know. learned a lot of things. Will I will I do things way differently? Sure. And do I ever need to get married again? Not really. <laughs> because there, there aren't going to be no more babies. And I don't really need a piece of paper anymore. 
Infants have a life partner, they say. And a lot of, like they say, Gen Z and millennials are doing that. Just having a life partner. You know, you that know, would be fine. Be there. That it's, would be fine, fine, you know, to have fun with me and have similar interests and, you know, not look at me like I'm, oh, you're just a girl. It's like, mm. I, I told the last husband, you know, one of the last times I saw him, oh, you know, I'm a pretty amazing person. And again, I got the, the eyes rolling. It's like, Oh, you SOB. <laughs> like, how could you be married to me for over 20 years and not know that I'm an amazing person? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, but they don't want you to know. It's like he knows it. He knew it. I know. But he didn't want you and, to know. You it. know, I I don't, I'm not in touch with him at all anymore. I haven't talked to him that's since good. April, except for a couple of texts, because we and we're still trying to like negotiate a couple of things, but I, I work through the trustee for his his trust. I don't talk to him at all. I don't write him anymore. We're just not in touch, you know, but, and he's, he's yeah. um, probably miserable. <laughs> Sorry. He doesn't have somebody like to latch onto, you know, he doesn't have your he, life. He doesn't you have know? somebody taking care of all this stuff and, and yeah. just going along with, you know, I told the book is going to be called um, the Prince was wrong because he, that's his nickname. Ooh. And he always thought he was right. And it's like, I tried oh, to wow. tell him, it's like, you know, you know, you're not always right. Designing an SUV for the electric age means redesigning what an SUV can be. Introducing the Polestar 3. Designed to go farther with up to 300 miles of range. Polestar 3. Designed to protect with advanced safety systems. Designed to look and sound like nothing else on the road. It's time you move up to Polestar. What are you waiting for? Polestar 3, the SUV for the electric age. To learn more and design yours today, visit PolestarColumbus.com. Polestar 3. It's time has come. While many kids are making their holiday wish lists, the patients at Nationwide Children's Hospital are simply wishing they could be home. But you have the power to make their stay a little brighter. The moment you make a donation, the butterflies on the lawn at Nationwide Children's light up for our patients to see. And that gift brings joy, funds research, and the world's finest care. Please, light up the lawn. Light up a life. Give now at nationwidechildrens.org give. Oh, well, yes, I am. And everybody else likes oh, all my answers. They go, well, I don't. <laughs> so, oh, no, so it must have been a Leo or Sag. <laughs> I'm a Leo. He's a cancer. He's oh, a think, cancer. oh, that's okay. You but I'm Leo, Leo. Men and, Well, Leo women are usually cool. Leo men are Not something so much. else. Oh, Okay, no, good. they're like the peacocks. They, they're so Oh, thank like, you. Okay. A lot of well, them are I'll remember that. I'll remember that when <laughs> I, I you know, say, I'm... Oh, I, I'm dipping my toes into the dating world. It's not easy. <laughs> so how's it like? How that's a good question. So how's it going for you in that in the dating world? Well, I haven't really rate? dated. You know, I went on an app for about a. I went on like three apps for a week and shut them all down because it was terrifying. And I kept getting all these creeps. And I, yeah. I I went back on one app and a couple guys have liked me, so I've chatted a little bit. One's dropped out and the other one and I, you know, we've had one phone call. So it's like, so, and we're supposed to have another phone call and, and meet in person after Thanksgiving. Cause I'm going away. Okay. So, you know, that's as far as I've gotten. <laughs> Which oh, is fine. Keep there, going. And that's fine. There is no yeah. rush, but it's like, Oh, why isn't anybody liking me? Oh, but, no, you know, I'm, I'm very specific. I want to meet people in my area. They have yeah. to know right out that I'd hardly drink. I'm I don't want to be around smokers and I'm not doing pot. Oh, no. 
and I'm a witch, people. Come on. <laughs> oh, right now, witches. Yes, let's you, get into the You've got to accept <laughs> that or just move on. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, too, uh, you know, because sometimes you date a Christian guy. I'm not knocking Christians, but if you're into different things, like spiritual things and, and crystals and stuff, some people think that's witchcraft, but it's not. They're just not reading about right. that stuff, right. you know, because right. somebody in the church can be just as evil <laughs> or more evil than yeah, somebody yeah. Yeah, and so. I, I put right there on the dating app, you know, I love my cats and this and that and my magical practice. And so at least the two guys that have chatted, and what is your magical practice? And I've told them, and mm. it's like, you know, again, one, he's dropped off. He didn't even say goodbye. He just dropped <laughs> off. And the other one was perfectly fine with that. You know, it's like, and I said, oh, okay, don't freak out. I've been married seven times. Well, that's okay. It's like, okay. <laughs> well, at least you're Thank being goodness. honest, you know. I know. It's like, you know, at my age, what have I got to lose? It's like, I don't have time to play games. I don't want to play games. And I'm just going to put it all out there. I mean, again, like I told this, this guy, it's like, I'm on my second book. I, I'm not trying to hide anything. <laughs> so. You know, that's true, because I want to see if you can handle me, you know, doing what I want to do in my element. I, I was know. teasing my daughter. I said, you know, I should give you know, anybody that wants to date me, I should give them a copy of my first book so they can read, you know, the, the heavy stuff. They can read all about the men and we can skip that conversation and they yes. can read about the woo. <laughs> That's right. And know that you overcame some stuff and that you're not playing. So no. let's get into let's get into your rich craft. Like what is it that you that you practice and uh oh, what do I practice? Yes. Oh well, mine is very simple. I'm really low-key, I'm totally a white which I'm, I'm solitary. I do a lot of gratitude. I set intentions. Again, I, I commune with nature. I love being in nature. I talk to all the animals I pass by. You know, I'm saying hi to the squirrels and the birds. And I'll tell you, it's like I had back in California, I, I lived with, you know, his family home was on a big piece of property. It was like, a, oh, I get, it seems big. It was a quarter of an acre, which seems big. Um, but you know, the house was over here. And then you had this huge part of, you know, terraced hillside and the deer would just come and go and come and go. And I'd leave food out for the deer. I left food out for all the animals and stuff. And mm. I think January of the, maybe it was January of like the year 2020 or I, I don't know. It's like, you know, sometime in the last three years, there was one day in January where I had to get up early and go get cat food because I was out and they were screaming. Mm. <laughs> you can't. Oh, no. <clears throat> and usually there's just one or two mom, mom deers with their babies in the yard. Like, that's cool. And then this one day. OK, look, oh, there's a bunch of moms and their babies and they're, you know, running from the back and running down the hill and going, you know, jumping down on the driveway and going across the street. And then all of a sudden I look again up on our hill and there's all the bucks. And it's like, oh my gosh, this was a whole herd was in the backyard and I didn't even know it. And, and usually when there's just one or two moms, I'll talk to them and they stare at me like I'm okay, lady, you know, tell us what you, you know. And then, but these five bucks, it was like, it must've been a grandpa and a dad and a couple of kids. And this one that looked like his, his, antlers weren't very big yet so but the like the grandpa's antlers were like this huge rack of antlers and he was like stately and standing up at the top of the hill and it's like okay you go talk to her kid wow and so like this two-year-old you know came down the side of the hill and i'm just standing there in the driveway and it's early morning 
And we just had this moment, this communal moment where it's like, hi, how are you? It's like, I'm not going to hurt you. Thank you for being in my yard. And that was so special. Wow. So special. And, and another time there was just a, a mom. And I think it was maybe just one of the times where I already moved out of the house. And yeah, this makes me cry. Um, mm. And there was a mom there. And we had a really special, like the whole vortex opened up and there was like this energy going between us like yeah we're communicating and this is so cool and it's like oh. mm. yeah animals that, know the the animals and i are just mm. tight and um wow and you know it's like and i i i can call on helpers and fairies and spirit guides to help me and help me know what to say when i'm giving talks and mm -hmm. and things like that and it's like and this and this little thing isn't necessarily because I'm a witch, but it's like last night I went to a local bookstore and they had a psychic medium there. And so, I mean, you can just feel the energy of all the, the spirits just hanging. Well, I could, I could just, it was yeah, just buzzing with energy of people who wanted to come in and, and give messages mm -hmm. and hang out. It's like, yeah, this feels really good. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I believe you know, that because so, there's energies, different energies out there. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I'll use a pendulum to, you know, ask yes or oh, no yeah. questions. So little divination things. And, and sometimes my daughter will ask me for help with certain things she's trying to. So, you know, I'm really, the, the intuition has improved a lot, especially since I've left him. <laughs> yes. Be you know, good, because yeah, I can, I can ask the, the spirit and whoever to come in and help. But again, what I tell everybody is witchcraft is just, it. I shouldn't say it's just science, but it is just science. It, yeah. It's natural laws. And for me, it's like honoring mother earth because it's so special and, you know, why wouldn't we? But yeah. it's, it's, it's a, my connection to nature and it's all enhanced by this other cool stuff. And my, one of my favorite witch mentoring persons is is deceased and i talked to her mm. through a you know a medium and she goes you know it's just all about the intention you don't always have to do all the fancy stuff you know mm -hmm. do i have tools sure do i use them hardly ever yeah but you know yeah. they're cool yeah, to look like, need an altar. no but i have yeah. places that i use for my altar so it's like it's just very simple for me and and infusing the the natural energy into things or and some other witchy teachers i know it's, it's just it's about using whatever to create your best life yes now do yes. i know people who go to the dark side shirt sure. do i go there no yeah yeah you don't have to go there it's like, like that's the thing I, it's like, and, and I'm now that I've become allowed myself to become even more open to it. It's like, <laughs> everything's you know, coming life, right is, at life you. is good. Life, life is good. Is, life is good. Right. Cause I'm, life I'm is good. Thing <laughs> you. I'm tapped in, man. And I'm seeing yeah. stuff all over the place. It's, a, it's oh, amazing. Cool. Cool. So, cool. so you're um, a speaker for the UFOs. Uh, I am. Now that's interesting. How <laughs> did you get in that? Because I, that's a job I would like to do one day. <laughs> um, and I don't do it as much now, but the ex was in the military and as his, was his dad and they were both military intelligence and most of their mm -hmm. career, they were dealing with military dealings with UFOs and aliens and space missions and 
dealing with aliens here on the planet and meeting with them and fighting them and, you know, all the good and the bad. And sometimes the ex worked for the U.S. military. Sometimes he worked for other agencies. So he's he can't talk about his U.S. stuff, but he's told me a lot about yeah. other things and stuff that he can and he won't get in trouble for. And, you know, we're kind of on the fringe with what I have said. And, you know, you go, okay, don't, don't say names when you go to England or they'll throw you in prison. It's like, okay, but I'll be mm -hmm. over here and tell you who was involved with their stuff. But um, so I learned a lot about military UFO related things and how the military's Ooh. dealt with that over the years and different alien species, you know, neg friendly and not friendly. So I, I, there, there are many friendly species that I personally would love to meet. And mm. I used to go, you know, once he kind of tapped in and told me about all this stuff, then he started type writing mission. I mean, writing reports about some of the things he did, or just basically some information. Mm. Designing an SUV for the electric age means redesigning what an SUV can be. Introducing the Polestar 3, designed to go farther with up to 300 miles of range. Polestar 3, designed to protect with advanced safety systems. Designed to look and sound like nothing else on the road. It's time you move up to Polestar. What are you waiting for? Polestar 3, the SUV for the electric age. To learn more and design yours today, visit PolestarColumbus.com. Polestar 3, it's time has come. And so I, you know, started out at a, a conference and then I had a booth at that conference the next year. And then somehow people were starting to hear about me. And I, back then, I don't think there were podcasts like in the early 2000s, but I was getting on radio shows and, and then I got invited to speak in England and then I got invited to speak in the U.S. So I, I've been to England four times to speak at three different conferences there and I've oh, spoken wow. at a few, uh, several in the United States. So, um, and, and people aren't really asking me to speak at those anymore. I mean that everything mm -hmm. shut down for COVID, but oh, now yeah. it's like, I just gave a talk like Halloween weekend in Northern California. It was called the mystical minds convention. It was, oh. lovely. it was paranormal UFO and witchy stuff and, oh, and magic right. stuff. And it was lovely because then I could, um, and I've had my own UFO sightings and, you know, so I can say I've had interactions with UFOs. I've never seen an alien and I, I have personal experience mm -hmm. with ghosts and fairies and all this cool stuff. Oh. So it's like, but I've come to realize how universally connected all of that is the mm -hmm. aliens, the fairies, the witchy stuff. And because certain aliens have fairies, like elementals, certain mm -hmm. aliens have witches and we're just all connected in this greater galactic community. And they they would love for us to like step it up. And so we're ready to like really interact with them on a, a more personal basis. But so I was able to like mm. stop being his spokesperson and really go into the how what speaks to my heart and share that. So that wow. You know, that's, that's amazing. What, so I'm either I'm either on podcast now for that. You know, the, the paranormal woo or all the toxic relationship stuff. So. <laughs> well, I like a mix. I like hearing a mix of it all because I'm interested in all of it. Well, and, you know, to me, it's it's kind of it's all connected anyway, because. Yes, I, I want to teach people about aliens and I want to sit down and have relationships with them and, and have that connection, you know, but so we need to be nice and we need to be nice to each other as humans. So, 
you know, it kind of all ties together anyway. Like, you know, you're not going to get along with the aliens if you can't even get along with your husband, basically. That, that part. <laughs> and I think I think some aliens are shape-shifting, you know, they're just changing into human form, but we don't know. Yes, yes know? I, I used to know a lovely woman who freely admitted that she was a, a cute little lizard being from outer space. Oh. You know, that and she chose oh. to come here. So some of them do take on human form because they have a mission here to help us with. And, you know, sometimes there are aliens who can shapeshift. They don't all shapeshift because mm. it's, it's hard to change your atomic structure. Some of them can cloak. Wow. Some of them can like put on an appearance, like a holographic appearance. So you might think they look human. So. Wow. Um, yeah, you don't want to see that they're a scary reptilian with a really sharp. Yeah, because we we're not going to be used to that at that point. We're going to say what? No, what no. But but you know, it's like that. The Men in Black movie is so true. <laughs> yeah, because there were some stories on. Uh, they, there's a guy that saw an alien in his backyard out here in Vegas, and he was trying to tell the story on TikTok, and then he just disappeared off the map. Oh, really? Like, oh, he just wow. disappeared, but he saw the alien in his backyard. The story went oh, viral. Cool. And he oh. went on TikTok to talk about it, and they just took his TikTok video down, and he totally disappeared. So hmm. I know they're out here. They didn't kill that guy because he he let it go, you know. But uh, there's other people that kept poking the bear and, and got well, you know. And Jurassic World, I I love Jurassic World because there is a species that is that Jurassic that is that Velociraptor, and mm. and they those they work with our military. And they still look like dinosaurs and they're beautiful and they run fast and they can eat you. But, you know, they do choose to work with the, the good human. Well, they choose to work with our human military anyway. So, you know, wow, so, they don't all look like humans. No, they do not. No There's cats and dogs what? and reptiles and all kinds of things. If there's, good, if there's good aliens, they can come out here and help this world. <laughs> the good aliens well, there, there, can come. There and, are, and there are some, you know, and, and Earth is a wonderful planet. And a lot of, sometimes they just want to come here for vacation or for scientific reasons. There yeah. are some not nice ones or unfriendly ones that want to come totally. and take over and they work with the terrorists and, you know, that's not good at all. But um, mm. you, there are, there are lots and, and they do want, to embrace us in a galactic community they're just waiting for us to you know raise ourselves and our energetic vibrations and however you call that but you know they really mm. want us to enlighten ourselves or just you know be be on a better level so we could can communicate with them yeah i believe but, that they just sitting there watching us trying to figure out what the heck you know can they and there get are it some together? who help protect us <laughs> and there are some who do want to help us you know they want to help us or and there are some whose job it is to make sure not not as maybe not as many bad aliens get here you know so and mm. you know there are some species that this is where they originated and they want to help us like the raptors the velociraptors in jurassic world like this is where they started and so they want to help protect the earth Wow, so, that is yeah. so interesting. <laughs> yeah, they're fascinating. They're they're a delightfully fascinating species, and they're very spiritual. So, mm, oh, I believe that they're definitely more tapped in than we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, guys, they the, the America want us just working every day, and I'm like, man, I want to do something fun. I want to do something spiritual. Like, I don't want to work a regular job every day. You know, well, that's they, yeah, I don't I don't know what they do for work, but, you know, they have a military system. They have a political system. Their empire is run by an empress. 
they believe in the arts and fine culture and education and they believe in good family values so you know they're they're very strict with their children but they like mm. to have they have lots of children um and and their leathers are beautiful colors and things and yeah oh yeah <laughs> Oh, maybe one day I'll, I'll meet one. I know. It's <laughs> like I, I, I just want to have a piece of property where we can all have tea and sit and chat with each other. I would love it. I'm sure they're super smart. So before we go out, I want to, sure. oh, let me get your website and um, information. Well, actually, I already have it, but I always tell people to shout it out on the show. Okay. Uh, where they if, can buy your stuff. Sure. The, the Midlife Magic is by my married last name, Richard. So Joanne Richards, it's on Amazon and everything. It's also on dragonhillbooks.net if you want a signed copy. Um, and then I've got a new site being developed, joannefawcett.com. So you can already email me at info or at joanne at joannefawcett.com to get on the email list to start list hearing about the, I'm going to have a newsletter and hear the updates about the book and, and all okay. kinds of things. And I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram under Joanne Fawcett. So you can find me. <laughs> Yay. I'm definitely going to get your book. It sounds very interesting. Oh, it's up my alley. You. And it's oh, just, good. <laughs> I love I'm trying to get back into my reading more because I love to read. And, and it's, um, a, it's like 110 pages. It's a quick read. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's not I'll, long. Yeah, I can read that in one day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's and, a um, weekend read. Yes. Oh, we can read. I love it. Coffee well, a cup, you know, coffee. it's like a, a few. Yeah. You can finish it in a weekend or even a day. It depends on if you have to stop and take care of people. <laughs> Look, I don't have any kids or nothing. So okay. I'm chilling. Well, take there care you of go. myself. And there you well, go. I help my mom out. But, you know, other than that, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I sit with a glass of wine. And I mean, it's like spiritual to me reading a book with a glass of wine and just looking, just chilling. You know, that's, that's one of the go. best things for me. Well, thank um, you. And what's a saying and a quote that you go by? A thing or a quote that you go by? Oh, I, I can't quote it off the top of my head, but the, there's a Raptor senator who gave gave a talk in at a conference in Iran in 1971. And the gist of the quote is how infinite and abundant this universe is. So basically there's room for all of us and we're all wonderful and we're all unique and fabulous creatures so you know don't don't judge a book it. by its cover i guess <laughs> that's my two cents but you know yeah that when i, I read it. the whole thing i'm crying every time so pretty much oh man that's deep and don't compare yourself to anyone else y'all y'all are everybody's important no yeah just, exactly just we, we all have yes. unique ability i know it's like i'm sorry i'll add one more thing if i may every no, being in this universe has something to offer and that's my spirit. My that message has come through my spirit guides before. That everybody, every being, human, non-human, has something to offer. Yes, Ashe, I believe that. Yeah. You have to come yeah. back on here and and we got to teach people how to tap into their spiritual guides and to their ancestors because some people don't know how to tap into their Ooh. spiritual guides. Any, so that'll probably be another show. Because <laughs> oh, that's going to be another book on. about my ancestors. So yeah. <laughs> Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. That's going to be interesting because a lot of people don't know how to tap into that. You know, they go to the church and stuff and that's fine, but they got to learn how to tap into their higher power and tap into yeah. the ancestors and spiritual guides because that's going to get them to that next level. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah do something on that one. Okay. <laughs> but thanks for coming on to the oh, pod. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. Thanks for what you're doing. This is great.
<laughs> You're welcome. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Subscribe and share. And be safe out there, y'all. Peace. Take care. It's the Planet Fitness You Can Still Join a Gym in 2023 sale. Now through December 29th, join for just $1 down, $10 a month, and you can still do that thing you said you'd do 11 and a half months ago. With over 2,400 locations and equipment for every workout, you can get in, get energized, and get going. And with free fitness training and most clubs open 24 hours, everyone belongs in the judgment-free zone. It's not too late. This can still be your year. So join today for just $1 down, $10 a month, cancel any time, and pay nothing until January 17th. Hurry. Deal ends Friday, December 29th. See club for details.